0: Of course, we've been talking earlier about the royal visit with Harry... And Megan absolutely wowing people around New South Wales and Victoria and no doubt right across the country. Of course, we forget the reason for the visit. The reasons we've got the Royals here is because of Prince Harry's very close involvement with the Invictus Games and the fact that Australia is now hosting the Invictus Games. Now, these are just a fantastic event. Invictus, if in case you haven't heard it before, it's a Latin word that means Unconquered. So it's a fantastic name because these are veterans who are injured or hurt in service of their countries and they're competing against each other in these games. They are un- unconquered and there are 500 unconquered competitors from 18 nations in Australia for the Invictus Games. What a fantastic concept to join me to discuss the games is the Minister for Veterans Affairs, Darren Chester. You must be really excited about this event, Darren.
1: Oh great to be with you. Really looking forward to seeing the obviously the opening ceremony uh this weekend and then the events will start and it's great that uh Sydney, Melbourne, Sydney not Melbourne, sorry, Sydney and, and uh some of the suburbs will be able to uh see some of these great athletes and just share a bit about their stories as well to hear about uh, how they've uh, uh rec- recuperating using the power of sport to help them on their on their journey.
0: Yeah, now Prince Harry and the Prime Minister Scott Morrison took the Invictus flag to the top of the Sydney Harbour Bridge today. Tell us what's going to unfold tomorrow by means of an opening ceremony.
1: Well, we're in for a few surprises. I haven't been given the details of the opening, so I'm looking forward to that. But in, in terms of the events themselves, we're going to see athletes in archery, uh, athletics, indoor rowing, road cycling. Uh, sailing for the first time, we're going to be using the harbour for a sailing, which is going to be great, uh, wheelchair rugby, which I've just I've only ever seen that a couple of times, it looks pretty brutal actually, mate, so that's a pretty tough sport to get involved in, but look, it's going to be great, and we, we've got uh, 72 athletes representing Australia, and these are men and women who obviously have represented Australia before in uniform in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, and for them to be able to put on you know, a sporting uniform this time and, and go out and as part of the rehabilitation representatives. Again, I know they're all very excited about it. And I'm looking forward to seeing the, uh, the events because it's, it's not really focused so much on winning, but once you put an Australian in a uniform, you know they're going to try damn hard to win it as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, the same goes for many other countries as well. So Australia will be hosting, but then there's the 17 other countries. They're going to be out for some medals as well. Now, you mentioned you haven't got the details of the opening. You'll be involved in it, of course. It's in the forecourt of the Opera House tomorrow night, so we'll expect some surprises there. Are you going to get around to some of the competitions in the ensuing days?
1: Well, I've got a couple of jobs. Obviously, uh, with Parliament sitting, I'll be back in Canberra for the sitting week, but we've also got uh, some forums where we're hosting some international experts on on veterans' matters, so people have been involved with uh, veterans' mental health well-being and also some ministers and senior officers from other countries uh, holding meetings here as well, so... Our our opportunity there is to learn from each other and and in the past we've picked up good ideas on how we can uh, be uh, working more collaboratively on on veterans' issues. So I'll be doing that as well over the weekend and then uh, back into Canberra, but back next weekend uh, for some of the events. So I'm I'm trying to get to as many events as I can in between the, um, the more formal functions that I'll need to attend.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of focus of late, uh, and gratifyingly so, on veterans and coping with life uh, after their service, both mentally and physically. I suppose when we talk about Invictus, about being unconquered by physical injuries, we obviously need to focus too on the mental health aspects of our veterans. You've been involved in Open Arms, the launch of Open Arms today, a veterans and families counselling service. Can you tell us about that?
1: Well, it's interesting, Chris. The the original service was formed following the Vietnam War, so it was a, a response to the experience of our Vietnam veterans. And renaming it today, Open Arms, is all about recognising, passing that, this service on to a new generation of younger veterans. We had some Vietnam veterans there today, and it was quite a, a nice uh, gesture on their behalf to be there and supporting Uh, this new service or not the new service the renaming of the service so that we're uh, aware that we're providing uh, mental health support for uh, veterans of all ages and also their families and it's important that we we acknowledge that you know the vast majority of people who serve in the Australian Defence Force uh, transition at some stage uh, into a successful civilian career and and go on to achieve great things in their life but for some it's a bit harder than than others and we need to make sure that we're there to support them and help them uh, on the on the road to recovery, and that's the importance of the open arms service, that there's um, mental health support and trying to take away that stigma you know, that sometimes exists for people thinking that there's, uh, you know, something uh, particularly unusual or wrong with them, that they've got a mental health complaint or they're weak or anything like that. It's simply not the case. We need people to put their hand up and say, look I need a hand and the sooner with his intervention the sooner we can help them back on the road to recovery
0: Yeah well we've already heard some great stories from the athletes and organisers of the Invictus Games we're going to hear more about that over the next week as we see some of the stories of the disabilities, the difficulties, uh, the injuries that uh, these men and women have overcome. It's going to be fantastic to do that. They're being broadcast on ABC television around Australia. I'm expecting there'll be a lot of interest from overseas as well, Darren Chester.
1: Oh, no question. And once you involve uh, the Duke, Duke and Duchess themselves with the visit, obviously the international media attention is huge. Uh, You've seen them obviously uh, travelling to different parts of Australia already and the the media coverage has been extraordinary to uh, uh, see them actually attending some of the events and and, uh, meeting with the veterans and their families. I think it's going to be very special. I mean Prince Harry or Duke of Sussex has uh, been instrumental in the games and has a real personal interest in it. And he seems to have a great empathy, obviously, for the serving men and women because he served himself. So I've, I've no question that uh, it'll attract a lot of international attention, and it'll probably help some of us, you know, people like myself who haven't ever served, get a better understanding exactly some of the challenges that uh, our veterans uh, face in the community. And we, we should be pretty happy as Australians that we put a lot of resources into supporting veterans, but there's always more we can be doing. And I think there's always more ways that we can uh, take the pressure off the government and perhaps as a community do more support veterans in our own community. So I think it's going to be good from that perspective as well.
0: Darren Chester, well said. I can't get let you go though as a Nationals MP after we've dealt with all the inspiring Work of the Invictus Games and what the Royals are doing around the country at the moment. We've got to get back to the grubby business of politics and this talk about a national's leadership change, Barnaby Joyce possibly being looked at, brought back as the National Party leader. I know you've been through all those ructions before, Darren Chester, but the point is because Barnaby Joyce has kind of got his life in order and rehabilitated himself, he's he's probably too good a politician for the rest of the party to resist, isn't he?
1: Well, you, 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 you raised a few issues in, in the introduction. There's, there's no vacancy at the moment. Is, is the issue, Chris? I mean, we have a, we have a leader in Michael McCormack, and, and the Nationals have a very long tradition of uh, you know trust and loyalty and respecting their leaders. And, and normally, and this is a process that's appropriately followed, I believe. After each election, we um, we elect a leader and deputy leader, and that's the normal process.
0: You don't reckon uh, Michael McCormack might just stand aside and make way for Barnaby next week?
1: Well, I think there's no reason whatsoever why Michael should do that, and I don't expect he would be doing that. I think Michael will lead us to the next election. He he took over the reins uh, only six or seven months ago uh, when you know, the much-publicised departure of Barnaby from the leadership position. I think uh, you know, Barnaby has some skills as a politician, which is putting to good use as the drought envoy at the moment. But also I also think that Michael uh, uh, has some skills as well. He's out there uh, meeting with regional Australians every day. He's a, he's a different... Uh, character to Barnaby, obviously, is more in the John Anderson or Warren Trust mould, and I think he's doing a great job in that regard. And I see no reason whatsoever why we should be looking to change leaders, because really changing leadership mid- midstream hasn't proved to be a great recipe for our political parties in recent times here in Australia.
0: Well, Thanks so much for joining us, Darren Chester. Good luck uh, tomorrow with the official opening and then the rest of the week with the Invictus Games.
1: Yeah, no, I just encourage people in Sydney, if they see the athletes out and about, make sure you wish them well, because they're here to have a great time and compete in great spirit.
0: Absolutely. That's Darren Chester there, the Minister for Veterans Affairs, and he is spot on. If you're listening in Sydney, you can get out to these games. You can pick up tickets from InvictusGames2018.org slash tickets. Get onto the website, Google that website, Invictus Games. You can pick up tickets, take the family. You can tune into ABC TV and watch them. And as Darren Chester said, if you see athletes out and about, say good day to them. Welcome to our country.